everyone. Welcome to So You Want to Be in Ministry. I am so glad to have you here today. My name is Tim. I'm incredibly passionate about the church and those that would lead within the church, those that are, ha that are having a desire to lead within the church, and those that have a desire to follow godly leaders, which is why I started this podcast. And it, this podcast is all about educating you if you're thinking about jumping into ministry, equipping you if you're already in ministry, and then encouraging you if you're considering jumping out of ministry. And then I also want to empower you if you are somebody that uh, really doesn't have a desire to jump into full-time vocational ministry, but you want to follow godly leaders well, I want to empower you to know what that looks like and to follow godly leaders that you are hearing and seeing through this podcast. Uh, I'm looking forward to the episodes that we have coming up, and I look forward to today's episode. So let's jump into it. I'm so glad to have you here for this episode. We get to talk to Brett Barron. Brett Barron is the ministry director at Metro Community Church, uh, and we're going to talk to him about planning a weekend and the facilities and guest experience side of planning that weekend. So he gets a little bit different flavor, different aspect of what's going on inside of a weekend and the things that lead up to it. So let's get into this and check out this conversation with Brett. Well, hey, Brett, so glad to have you with us today. Uh, it's been an honor to serve with you for almost eight years. You started the week before I did at That's right. Mini Church. So that is right. We are about tenured about the same amount of time here. Exactly. Yeah, there was a, we, we, we were right there right about the same time. Yep. Yeah, it seems it's it's eight years and I don't know if it's gone super fast or if it feels like we've been here 20. I, don't, I haven't decided <laughs> which one it is yet. It depends on what week it is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Very, very true. Very true. Um, so that being said, though, you you were hired to kind of watch over the guest experiences, ministry director. You, I'm sure your title has shifted every once in a while throughout those oh, yes. eight years. Um, but what I wanted to do, so we're in this planning a weekend series where I wanted to help people kind of look at different aspects of the church and how you can plan and prepare and evaluate to have a successful weekend every single week. And so what I wanted to capture is a couple of the things that you're over within the context of our church are facilities and uh, the ministry side, guest experience side. And so yes. I wanted you to talk to some of that. So let's just start. It's Monday. The weekend mm -hmm. is over. You, you are either evaluating or looking forward to the next week. What happens starting Monday and just kind of take us through your week. And as, uh, as you bring things up, maybe I'll ask some questions. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Monday usually for me begins with, um, I always kind of do, um, just a walkthrough of the, of the building kind of closing up after the weekend. Um, I kind of hit all the, all the classrooms. We have an upstairs and a downstairs are hitting all those places just to see, you know, if anything has happened, um, I'll use that word, anything has happened during the services, um, a couch leg has somehow fallen off yeah. or um, somebody in one of the younger kids classrooms, they had goldfish crackers and the entire floor in one area is all full of crumbs, all, all those kind of, oh, another wonderful one is lots of fun, Play-Doh, but Play-Doh in the carpet, if you let it go too long, becomes cement in different colors of Play-Doh. So <laughs> um, those kind of things, just get a quick walk through uh, to see what's been going on in the, the, the building to assess, hey, do we need to 
um, address anything this week before before the next weekend rolls around. Um, another big part of Monday is um, that's the day that I meet with my um, my supervisor, my direct report. So we um, talk about uh, part of that conversation is usually um, how did the weekend go? If there was something that happened during the weekend that we need to address or talk about, or maybe some kind of aspect of guest experience that we were doing for that weekend was maybe something that we had planned out or was newer. We talk about, hey, how do you think that went? Um, how did the volunteers respond to it? Did you get any feedback from anybody about those kinds of things? Um, he's also like my my sounding board for if I didn't catch something, um, if something got um, from maybe one of the other <clears throat> ministry areas got brought to his attention that I may not have been aware of, he'll, he'll let me know about those um, types of things. So we handle those kind of things on on Monday. Um, another thing that I do throughout the so we we underwent a pretty significant um, I don't know if I would describe it as a culture change, but it's definitely a procedural way that we did things change um, a few years after COVID. Um, we up until that point, everything that happened in our building was done by volunteers. So all of the cleaning of the building um, landscaping, mowing the grass, trimming, every single aspect of, of that was done by volunteer teams. Um, and just coming out of COVID, that became um, a tension point that um, just like people weren't returning to church, people weren't returning to their volunteer teams. And so um, for a while there, probably I would say a good um, year to, you know, 16, maybe 18 months, I was also stepping in during the week to pick up any areas where there was a gap. Um, that was, that was my role. Um, so we had had kind of internal conversations about that discussing, do we, do we see if we can find a vendor or bring, bring a, an outside, um, service in to do some of the cleaning, maybe like an every other week kind of thing. Do we, um, bring them in for only certain things and they do it all the time. Do we hire someone to do this? And so where we landed, um, it was we did we have brought on a, um, a custodial maintenance person part time. Um, so he's he comes in on Monday only for the purposes of getting um, some of the trash out of the building before they before they remove our dumpster. But his yeah. no, that's just a real quick. But Tuesday, um, first thing on, on Tuesday, because I got yeah. I have a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to make a statement first. So we're in the process of building. I think if you've listened to multiple episodes, I've probably talked about it. It's probably come up or we're, we're not at the finish line yet, but I'm about to enter into this world. I've, I, oh, haven't, yes. I have not had to think about this world for almost a decade. Mm -hmm. So I'm entering back in and I'm having to relearn something. So when you're doing your walkthrough, help me out. And then it, it also help any other uh, pastor ministry staff, maybe even church sure. people out there uh, thinking through things. When you're doing your walkthrough, what are like the two, three things that you're just like, got to check this, got to make sure that like, give us the real practical two or three things. Yeah, I'm looking for dings in the wall. Um, somebody, somebody ripped open a door and pushed the handle through, through a wall and through the drywall, that kind of thing. Any major um, messes on the floor, spills, stains. Um, stuff that that uh, that's beyond just a typical vacuuming need in that area, just so just so it doesn't catch um, somebody off guard. Like they're thinking, oh, I'll hit this real quick. And then they get up there and like, oh, this thing that I thought was going to take me 20 minutes, it's going to you know, this is going to be a good uh, 
good chunk of time to figure out what's going on here. Um, that kind of stuff. I'm looking for um, anything that is broken um, in terms of like, um, well, <laughs> one thing I also do, I'll see how to, I go around and look for surprises in all the bathrooms and just flush, <laughs> flush those in That's case. That's a good one. Yeah. In case they got left, you know, somebody didn't uh, flush. So I go that. So it's not, so we don't, find it on Friday after it's been uh, percolating yeah. since Sunday. I can, I can speak. So our, our school is awesome and we've been renting school space for 17 years and our school is awesome and they check these things, but just every once in a while, a surprise is left in the bathroom yeah. and we show up on Sunday morning and it's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun. Yeah. And the same thing goes for, um, for diapers, you know, so yes. Yeah. A diaper didn't get diaper got put in a classroom trash and not a diaper genie or something like that. So oh. yeah, it doesn't take much to to know. Oh, this okay, yeah, I that's in here, that kind of thing. So I'm looking for that kind of stuff. Um, anything that um, like the lights are functioning properly, you know, any any lights that are out, um, that kind of thing. The bulbs that need to be changed or maybe a ballast or something has gone bad at some point. Um, yeah, that's, you know, a, that's a good list right there. So that's yeah. a good one to kind of process and work through. Then let me ask a, a secondary question. So we hired a part-time maintenance guy. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's probably common that churches have gone the janitorial, custodial, maintenance route with most yes. people. That seems common. What have you seen? So I think he's been, has he been here for like six months, seven months? Eight yeah, months? he's about mm -hmm, right at the end oh. of the summer. So mm -hmm. what would you say are the two or three where you're like, if you're going to do this and you're going to put part of your budget for for this type of position, what are the two or three things where you're like, it has been a game changer to have this true of our person? Yeah. So um, Doug, Doug is his name. Doug is amazing um, because Doug is has a wide variety of skills. So Doug. Um, that that's the thing. Like when we sat down and we started and we just said, okay, yes, we're going to try to find a person part-time when we sat down and said, okay, this is the ideal candidate for what we're looking for. Literally he walked in and I was like, that's the guy. Yeah. Um, because he does, he, he, he knows plumbing so he can handle plumbing things. He knows electrical so he can handle electrical things. Um, he knows HVAC things so he can help us troubleshoot if we're seeing something before we make a call um, to, to our, you know, to the repair person. And it's, you know, $450 for them just walk in our door before they've even looked at something, he can go up and look and say, well, I think it's this, but I don't sure it says so we can, he can troubleshoot a th few things before we drop that big chunk of change. Cause I certainly don't know that stuff. Yeah. Um, I look at it and I was like, well, it's still on the roof. Um, <laughs> you know, we did, it didn't go away. So that's about the extent of what I know is going on with HVAC rooftop units and things. Um, so he can he can look at those kind of things and and so I, that's when I, something that I would stress is if you can find that person um, who's willing to do that. Um, so even in a sense, uh, his part time pay helps us save money on those types of expenditures where it's oh like, yes we don't have to have five trips in just to figure what some you know what's going it, on with something. 
Exactly. Yeah. And, and he can do, you know, minor things that, you know, I'm assuming like if you're, if you're a pastor, um, maybe even bivocational or something like that, like you, you probably aren't going to be able to, okay, I have a plumbing issue. I, I could mess with it for a day or two and maybe fix it. Like he can, he can handle that and look and, and he's really good about saying like, okay, yes, I think this is it. Or saying, yeah, we might need to call somebody and this is a little bigger than what I'm comfortable handling. Um, just to give you the sense of how, so in Thanksgiving um, at my family, Thanksgiving dinner, sitting around the table with my family, extended family, and we're going around and asking, what are you most thankful for? I said, Doug, like, <laughs> Half the people there don't have, they're like, I don't know who's, who's this guy? Who's, who's Doug? And then the other half of my family, you know, who Doug is laugh because yeah. they understand, oh my gosh, so much stuff as yeah. uh, my kids mainly like so much stress has been left dad because he's like, I said at Christmas, everybody needs a Doug. What do you want for Christmas? You want a Doug? That's what you want. <laughs> um, is that kind of thing. Cause awesome. it has been, it has been amazing. All right. Yeah. So that, that takes care of that. So Tuesday to keep taking us forward. Mm -hmm. What yeah, Tuesday, on a Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesdays, I begin to check in. So um, our volunteer teams. Uh, so we do still have um, we did keep one volunteer cleaning team simply because we wanted to offer that opportunity for people that really couldn't. They don't whether it's they have kids and so they really couldn't navigate serving on the weekends with their children. Um, trying to get them back and forth from services and things, or just their work schedule worked out for them as like serving during the week is, is my preference. So we did keep one um, volunteer team uh, for cleaning, cleaning our auditorium, that kind of stuff. And so I'm checking in with that team to make sure, um, you know, we use planning center. So I'm doing all the planning center things, uh, making sure that they are getting their reminders that it's, Hey, it's, it's a one time a month um, serving thing, different multiple people, about four or five people on each team that serves once a month there. So I'm checking with them, making sure everything's good there. Um, I'm checking in with my leaders for my, my um, guest experience teams. I have service uh, team leaders there. So I'm checking in to make sure that they're communicating with their, um, with their people on their team and they know what's going on. So I'm starting that process on Tuesday um, with them. I'm sharing with them anything that is coming up um, do we do a lot of things where, uh, we will maybe hand out invitation cards for different things that are coming up in, uh, just the, the schedule for the church, the life cycle of the church, um, different events and stuff. So I'm letting them know that, Hey, this weekend, we got a little special thing going. We're handing these out during the service or, Hey, service is going to be a little bit different. Um, this weekend, like we're going to do worship at the end, all of those kind of things, just touching base with them. So they know what to expect when they walk in. Yeah. How do so that's good. So you obviously get communicated to on what these elements are. When does, how does that happen just to help other churches think through and other pastors, like how, how does this, uh, cross ministry communication happen so that you even know to communicate this? Yeah. So I will say it this way, how it should happen <laughs> is that that stuff is coming to me from, from, from the, the decision makers and the, the production team and communications and all that kind of stuff that, that I'm asking for that in a week in advance. Sometimes that doesn't happen. And so then I'm following up and I'm saying, Hey, I haven't been told anything. Is everything like just the typical or what? So, so yeah, yeah. so that's, that's, that's part of the process too, is I'm also, I would say 
50% of the time checking it. It's like, Hey, I haven't got anything. Are we, and they're like, Nope, it's all normal. So I'm like, okay, good. Good to know. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm guessing the bigger weekends communication does tend to come your way. Yes. For, for bigger weekends, we definitely have um, service execution meetings and sometimes multiple ones um, well, well in advance um, of what's going on because. Give us an idea of what happens in one of those like execution meetings so that like they're setting you up to be able to pull off all of the tangible minute details surrounding even the service. So like, what are they communicating with you? Yeah. So the, so in those meetings, we're pulling in all the stakeholders. So we're pulling in everybody who has some aspect of the service, um, um, uh, a children's director, um, me as part of guest experience, um, whoever's head of communications, production, worship, um, all of those people are in the same room. That's usually led by our executive director is leading that meeting. And we're walking through of like, hey, here's what here's what is what we have planned that is supposed to happen um, in the in the service. This is what uh, this is the 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 feel. This is what we want the people to who are experiencing it to feel. And this is how we want to execute it. Let's talk about logistics. Let's make sure everybody's on the same page. We know what's happening when it's happening. Here's how it's happening. So um, so all of those kind of things. So everybody is is communicated with so they know nothing catch, is catching anybody off guard. Uh, we know a lot of times that for for us involves with guest experience some extra things that aren't normal that are going to be going on in our lobby, even possibly us, even outside. Yeah, give us an example of that. Sure. So one thing that we like to do, um, just because it it's a it's something that to just kind of anybody when they're just holding something in their hand and having a conversation, it's, I don't know why there's probably some brain chemistry research out there, <laughs> but it just, it makes them feel a little bit more at ease. If they're having a conversation with somebody while they're having a piece of breakfast pizza or a donut, or um, we, we have cookies or something along those lines. So on big weekends, one of the things that's pretty consistent, um, we change up some other things, but one thing that's pretty consistent is we usually have some sort of treat kind of thing that is in the lobby for everybody. Um, so um, breakfast pizza the last couple of times has been a big hit um, yep. where Casey's breakfast pizza, if you're, if you know, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's gone immediately. Yeah. yeah. We, we have, if you have multiple services, hold some back cause it'll be gone. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So different, different things like that. So we're talking through logistics. We're talking about when is that going to get set up? How are we going to do that? How are we, you know, navigating all of those different kinds of things, what's happening um, with those. Um, we're talking about like decor um, in, in the light of Christmas time when we're decorating for Christmas, you know, we're going to need to get power to different places. So we're talking with the, with the production team, how is that going to um, affect you? You know, are, are we going to be in your way or, or anything like that? Um, all those different types of things. Cool. Yeah. All right. Thanks for, Giving us the rundown of how that meeting goes. What what yeah. else what are, what else are you checking during the week? Um, so the, doing that, um, then as my um, as my re- leaders report back to me, um, I'm just making sure that we have all of our bases covered um, in terms of our guest experience teams. So um, that that's something that typically later in the week, um, as we start to hear back from people, I'm asking them to communicate with me. Um, Hey, if it looks like due to, you know, 
tournaments or vacations or sickness or whatever it is, we're going to be a little short in some areas. They're communicating to me so that I can then um, from there try to manage those, try to find some some people to step in and do a little bit of extra uh, or um, fill in some spots with with subs or people like that that have let me know, hey, anytime you need somebody, just let me know and I can step in for that kind of stuff. So I'm I'm trying to fill in those those roles um and so, seeing what's going on with those yeah so off of that when let's let's go to the weekend what what when we're talking guest experience mm -hmm. what are some key things or maybe even teams that we have to make sure that when we, when a guest shows up at our doors um that they do feel welcome they do sure. feel authenticity. They they are prepared to have a moment with God. How do how do you set things up to to plan for that to happen? Yeah. So so let me start by telling you the teams that we have, and then okay. I'll tell you kind of how I vision cast that on a weekly basis. Okay. Um, so our guest experience teams, we 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 have broken them down into um, what I call guest services, and then also guest connections. So okay. guest services are people that are simply they're they're greeting they're 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 every single person that comes into um, the building to attend service they're connecting with them so we have greeters that are outside they're at the um at the side they're not at the door they're actually at the end of the sidewalk um we've even on on certain sundays and things when we want a bigger guest experience presence we've even put them in the parking lot as well but they're making contact they're saying hi they're shaking shaking hands maybe with somebody that they know but they're waving um that kind of thing they're letting everybody know hey we we're glad you're here, you know, that kind of thing. And it's it's I've had people that have responded that actually serve on the guest experience team for me now that said one of the reasons why they wanted to serve is because the first Sunday they were here, they said that was so remarkable to them. Like they're like, I got out of my car and like I took four or five steps towards the third and somebody was like, hey, how's it going? That kind of thing. And they just said it just takes off that, you know. And, and this is the kind of stuff. So one of the things that I do with my teams um, is a huddle um, every week. Sometimes my leaders lead. Sometimes I, they almost have to kick me out of there because I like doing this so much. Yeah. This is some of my the favorite my favorite things to do is to help them to understand that every single person that um, like this weekend, we are going to have some baptisms every single time we have a baptism of like you're part of that story. You know, like I've heard people and I get emotional talking about this because I've heard it so many times. Like there are people that were impacted because the, no no one shows up to church with the first time with the idea of like, this is going to be amazing. Like I'm no, everybody has that tension, that thing that is in them that they're just like, oh, I hope this is good. I really want this to be good. Um, but there's, um, there's some fear, there's some anxiety here about what the, what's this going to be like. And, uh, so when they walk, walk up and they find somebody or they connect with somebody or another, one of the areas that we have, um, in our guest connections is we have a new here tent. So we have a tent set up, uh, a 10 by 10 tent set up outside that says new here. And so, um, not everybody does that. I know when I would have come to a church for the first time, I would have let you know that I was new in the very first time. That's just my personality, but some do. Um, but more, more so it's like after they've come a handful of times, then they're like, Hey, I'm, I'm new. They're like, Oh, really? First time? Well, no, not my first, but I'm new, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so we're connecting with new 
new people there. Um, we're helping parents that are bringing their kids for the first time uh, get checked into uh, to our uh, our children's areas and uh, handle all that. Let them know, hey, we have these safety measures in place. This is how it works. This is how um, you'll know that your kid's going to be where they're supposed to be and no one else is going to be able to get them um, after the service. And here's how you get them back. And please come get them back. All of those different <laughs> things um, that we tell them. Um, and so that kind of stuff, but it, you're vision casting that idea that you are part of something that God is going to do. God is writing a story here. Um, it's you're you're not the main character in the story, but you're uh, you're someone that God wants to use in this story. It's his story um, and he wants you to play a role. So it's almost like he's kind of like, hey, um, I'm going to I'm going to do some fun stuff. I'm going to play. Do you want to come play? Because I'm going to this is going to be really fun. Um, and kind of give you an opportunity to, to jump in and be a part of that. So that's what we're doing in our huddles. We're vision castings like, hey, uh, we like the, just just this past week, share say we we had to kind of do a do a pivot with um, some seating and types types of things because we are like, hey, we had um, last weekend like 400 more people attending than we did the same time last year. And with that's we we people are needing some help finding places to sit so that was a that was a thing we had to do we had to be a little bit more intentional with our with our seating we have people that were seating we're like no you got to make sure that you you're here and that they did you need to be in this spot at this time for sure because that's what's going on um and even if you're you know having that conversation with somebody when you hear like the music that plays the the one minute before service starts you gotta say like hey I'm enjoying this conversation, but I need to go because I got to be in there right now because we're going to have people that aren't going to be nowhere to go to find a seat. So um, yeah. those kind of things. Yeah. So the guest connection is more like the info area, the new here area. That's yes. Like those, so those are, those are, those people are interacting with people who are letting us know that, Hey, I'm new to this experience. So that's almost the beginning portion of assimilation for us. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And something, something that's new that we have just recently started is this idea of Metro in five minutes. Um, so we had been having people, um, telling them in the service, like, hey, if you're new with us, um, go out to the info desk. It's in the lobby and you can meet some volunteers there. We have a, a gift for first time guests and you can um, connect with us there. And we were um, inviting them to to attend. Our, we have a, our first step class is kind of like our new person's class. It's kind of the on ramp to how do I get connected um, with all the different things that you offer at the church. Um, and we just found that it was hard to have those conversations in a very su super busy lobby um, and that kind of stuff. And so um, we wanted to just have a place where that could be more intentional. So we created a new space. So actually now we're having them go across our lobby into an actual um, room area that's um, it's still open. It's still part of the lobby, but uh, it's it's quieter. Um, there's an opportunity to actually have more conversation that isn't you know with the music playing and everybody kind of having their own conversations around you that kind of thing and i would even tell you if you're like looking for a space you could put up like a false wall or a like a divider or something just to create sure. like a different like it's still in the lobby but it's also feels like you went into a, a more private space to have a conversation yeah, yeah. you can do all kinds of stuff like that in lobbies get creative i'm sure there's i'm sure pinterest has like I'm um, sure yeah. billions of ideas on that. So tons mm -hmm. of ways to think about that. 
What any, anything else that we might have missed? Um, I'm just 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 the fact that letting your the those people, your volunteers, and your people know that because I do the same thing with uh, you know with my facilities teams as I do with the guest experience when I vision cast that you know with the you're cleaning the bathroom, but I'm telling you if a parent walks in to use the bathroom and it's nasty they're not thinking about what's going on in the service. They're thinking about how nasty the bathroom is. And is my kid going to come in here and what are they going to touch and what's going to happen? Or um, if the, if the floor, there's, you know, the floor doesn't look like it's been vacuumed or they're like, okay, I just brought my, my toddler into this room. What are they picking up off the floor? They like, they're not focused on the worship. They're not focused on the message. So I tell them like, Hey, they, they, you're part of, you know, you're part of creating this atmosphere where people are at ease and comfortable. Like they can just take a breath. They're like, okay, I don't have to, for the next 60 minutes, 70 minutes, 80 minutes, however long it is, like I can just breathe easy and I can really try to try to get everything that is happening in the service. I can, I can walk away with something that's going to encourage me and, and give me, you know, that motivation that I need to go back out into a crazy family and work and everything else for the next week. They can just kind of fully be present in that service. And the same thing I tell with my, with my teams that cut the grass and all that, I was like, people, people have, have come in or called us on the phone and say, Hey, who's your, who's your lawn care service that you use? Your guys look great. And I tell them, well, it's all volunteers. So that's <laughs> um, really cheap, <laughs> like um, that kind of thing. But it's, it's like that people drive down the road and they see this and they're like, wow, like that, that's looks nice. Um, if they care that much about, you know, their, their church, maybe I ought to go check out what's going on on the inside kind of thing. So um, again, I tell them that they're they're part of that. They're part of every single story, every single God story that is presented in a service or through a baptism or through someone giving a testimony or anything that shows up on our social media stories and things like you were part of that because of, of what you're, 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 you're literally tithing your time and energy and effort into the kingdom when you serve. Yeah. And I, I would say this is what I've learned at, at least on the mobile side for me doing setup and tear down every week is uh, the guest experience side is heavily in your emotional adjusters. Like people are coming Absolutely. in with all kinds of emotions and you are helping them adjust or at least providing the avenue to give opportunity for it to adjust and be God focused. Mm -hmm. um, so for us, uh, we are in a school. And, and what I try to explain to people at times is what we're trying to do with any decorations we can set up in the amount of time that we have to set up. But the decorations, the atmosphere, the smiles, the, anything that we're doing, people like there's there's children coming in that have a certain emotion when they're walking into that school, you know, and it's not always positive. It, it can be negative. There's people that work at that school during the week. And it's like, I do not want to come back to where I work again. There's mm -hmm. an emotion with that coming into the school. Like uh, they're, they're going to have history where it's like, I remember when I grew up here and they bullied me in that corner, like they're going to have that emotion. And, we our job is to change it enough that they forget it's a school and they 
only think of it as Metro Community Church. And it, it can be difficult, but that's the emotion that you're trying to present is we're a church, we're a gathering of the body of Christ, and we want to hear from God and we want to be present together with God today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, that's, it's the same thing for me because it's people that they have a, sometimes they walk in with a negative connotation of church, like whatever they have experienced or whatever, maybe they've never even experienced it, but what, what has culture or what has the way that they have lived their life um, already spoken to them about what, oh, here's what's going to happen when I get to this church. Um, and so what can we do to break down those barriers? What can we do to make them be like, oh, wow, like this is not what I was expecting. This is completely different. Or they're expecting church people to be, that's one why I like some of the things that we do when we have our big weekends is because they're expecting church to be one way. Like it's be quiet, sit down, no talking. Like, and then we do fun stuff, you know, like we have a big party with food trucks and bounce houses and that, or we, we encourage everybody to, you know, kick off weekends, like, Hey, wear your favorite football Jersey. And so it just starts conversations with, you know, Oh, you're, I'm a bears fan. You got a Packers Jersey <laughs> on, you know, all this kind of stuff is going on in the lobby or, or people wear just obscure. Like, why do you have an old miss Jersey on? Like, where yeah. does that happen? You know, and you just have conversations uh, around those things or you find people like me, I find other Michigan fans and I'm like, you're a Michigan fan too. That's awesome kind of thing yeah, we keep praying uh, I, had for to, you guys. I had to throw i had to throw you know i had to throw that in there yeah um, obviously yeah so it, <laughs> if you can't tell i mean like i've got ohio state behind me and he uh, or if you're listening on the podcast i got ohio state all behind me he's a michigan fan and we pray for him every day <laughs> eventually he'll come around <laughs> and here's yes. the bad part just this is a side note we keep hiring more michigan fans that's like, right that's i'm right. not okay with this they they are not asking me about this they just they keep outnumbering me so yeah i found that out and cody just mentioned something and i was like <laughs> wait what and he goes yeah i'm like let's go that's yeah. awesome well i'm glad you guys got to have one year so uh, well, one year yeah. i believe it's been three in a row tim well okay okay against ohio state i meant your title Oh, okay. I was acknowledging okay. your title. So, okay. Got it. <laughs> anyway. All righty. Anything that we need to uh, catch before we wrap this thing up? Uh, I, not that I know of, unless you have any specific no. things that you know, give us this Brett, like what's okay. the, over, over the years. So you've had almost a decade in uh, to this guest experience side of things. Uh, give us like um, one thing that you would just say, this this is true, and the more I've seen this to be true, the more I've seen it affect and help change people's lives. Yeah, um, it is. I am a person who can get caught up if I'm not careful, if I'm not prayerful. Of, oh my gosh, I gotta balance all the, you know, I gotta spin all the plates, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And too often, I do not trust what God is already doing behind the scene. Like I, I kind of want to know, okay, like here's, here's my plan. And then God's just laughing at my plan. Cause he's going to do, do something. It's what I would say is I need to spend the majority of like God's, I, I need to pray and ask God, God, you, you know, what needs to happen. Um, do that. But what I need to invest my time in is the people. 
I need to invest in my leaders. I need to build those relationships. I need to vision cast that, hey, as as these new folks are coming in and we're going to be encountering these new people, what kind of conversation can you find? Um, and this is something that language that I use a lot is like on every weekend, whether it's a big weekend or not, who's your one? Who's your one person that is going to walk in this weekend that you're going to make their experience in this church better because they had an interaction with you? You know, maybe it's maybe it's a conversation that you have with them. Maybe it's just you smiled at them. And this is the first like they're coming off a week. Maybe their work situation is bad or they just been like you're the first person who has smiled at them in a couple of days. And they're like, OK, like I, I'm going to be able to do this. Um, so who's your one invest in the people, you know, all of the other things, all of the nuts and bolts and the logistics and, oh my goodness, how are we going to make all this out? Like God's got that. Like God's got that. He doesn't need our help to, to do that kind of stuff. Um, sometimes I, like I said, I, I think he's laughing at me cause I'm all anxious and worried and, oh my goodness, I have to have, you know, all of this kind of stuff buttoned up and, and then, you know, on the, la- the the last hour before and he's like, Oh, well, here's this and this and this. And I was like, Oh, well that's, it's all worked out. I don't, I didn't need to be worried about that. And he's just like, yes, you haven't learned yet. My child. Yes. <laughs> Walking open-handed with God. I think, yes, I think collectively, probably even as a church, but I'll just say as a staff, uh, we are learning how to do this more and more. Yes. Yeah. 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 So on that note, I'm going to have you do something I don't think I've done in okay. any episode. I'm going to have you close us in prayer. Here's what I want oh, you to pray. Absolutely. I knew, right. I, knew, I knew you'd be all about this. I uh, love it. I'm going to have you pray for the churches across the world mm. uh, and um, the guest experience preparation that they're going to have so that they can have a weekend where we all see a moment with God. Oh, wow. So nothing, nothing big. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Walk open handed, man. Yeah, that's right. All right. Uh, Heavenly Father, we, one, we love you. And we want to see you move in a mighty way across our country, across the world. Um And Father, one of the things that I think for a long time, um, we have not done a great job as your church of showing the people that are disconnected from you, who don't have a relationship with you, um, we've not done the best job of portraying your character and not only your love, Father, but also your holiness and what you have called us to Lord. And so father, I just ask that um, as we engage in the role of guest experience or hospitality or whatever it is that, uh, that we choose to refer to it as Lord, that you would help us to um, be ambassadors that every morning or that every morning or evening or whenever the, the folks are coming in, that you would help us to see that we have a very important role, that we are sometimes the first image of Jesus that um, some of the folks walking into our building are going to see. 
And uh, we have that role of, of you have allowed us to be a part of what you're doing and you've allowed us to become a part of people's stories. And so we don't want to take that, uh, take that ever for granted. We want to step into that fully. Um, we want to step into that with, with joy and anticipation and hope that, um, that something that we do, some conversation that we have, some way that we interact with another person is going to stir something in them um, that makes them want to press a little closer, uh, maybe, maybe get more connected. Uh, maybe find out exactly what's what's going on here. Like these are these are not uh, this is not the place. These are not the people that uh, in my mind that I had kind of envisioned on how it was going to be. This is not not what I was expecting, and this is a pleasant difference. And so, um, Father, I just ask that um, as we step into those roles, Lord, that you would guide us and direct us, give us the wisdom to know in our particular situation. Um, what is, what are you, how are you moving? How are you asking us to, to, what is it that you want us to do? And that then once you present that, uh, that we could be obedient to that. And uh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you and just ask that you would just continually trust us with the people, continue to send uh, those people to us that need to hear from you, that they would come and see um, what you're doing in our churches. And I ask this in Jesus name. Amen. Amen, dude. Thanks for doing that. Absolutely. I appreciate your heart, man. Well, thanks for stopping by, giving us the right. insight. Hopefully, and once again, if you're, it, it doesn't matter if you've got 50 people in your congregation or 50,000. I don't know that anybody that has 50,000 is watching this podcast or listening to this podcast, but hey, it doesn't matter. Take, take one element and you can apply one of these things in some way. It can be just vision casting. It can be trying to uh, teach people how to be, you know, emotional uh, engagers and shifters and I can be just preparing uh, to be open-handed so that you're you're taking people into a moment with God and, and planning that your weekend just it could be just making sure things are clean and organized mm. <laughs> like, we all can do some of these things so uh, whatever it is if you're a pastor out there maybe you're just a church uh, member that's listening help your pastor out like pick up your trash throw your trash away like jump in there be a volunteer during the week all those things so cool all right thanks for all thanks right. for stopping by man absolutely all right see ya see ya i absolutely love brett's heart uh his heart for jesus his heart for people uh, his heart to create an atmosphere and experience for people to come and know jesus and, and just have no distractions in the way i hope this series has been helpful to you in your church context, whether uh, it's encouraging you, equipping you, uh, whether it's educating you, uh, or whether it's just empowering you to follow leaders. Maybe you're understanding more in your context and in your church why possibly some of the staff and the leaders and volunteers that, that oversee different ministries are trying to do the things they're doing, and it's giving you a little bit different perspective. I hope it's helping you see a little bit differently. And just remember, take one step. Don't get overwhelmed by all the information. Take one step. What's the one thing you can implement in your context today? And do that and continue to pursue after that finish line. And in this case, continue to pursue after a weekend that is totally focused on Jesus and provides an opportunity for people to have a moment with God. Uh, thank you so much for being here for this episode. I'll see you next time.